oh hey guys before we get into the episode i also want to add um i really am sorry about this voicemail monday thing i really wanted to work but just so you guys know a little insight to my life um i just have been asked to be the station trainer for my job so i've had a lot of training this last week i went to dallas i was there for about four days um it was a lot it's been a lot of work up to this point to get everything ready to be able to attempt to do what i'm getting ready to do so this week because it's a bye week i definitely want to have a voicemail something if it's not monday if it's a tuesday wednesday whatever i got plenty of days because it's a bye week so gabe and pete and the rest of the guys that have sent in uh, voicemails please i have not forgotten about you it's just that my outside life has gotten way more crazy than i thought uh it's been it's a big step to be a station trainer so um it's you know it is what it is but i do apologize i haven't forgotten about you guys so i'm definitely going to do those questions this week so guys voicemail monday Go to uh, Spotify, go and hit me up there. There's a link there. If you want to be a supporter, that would be fantastic. Please be a supporter as well. I mean, I am um, willing to, to put all the money back into the podcast. I don't want to make any money on my own. I just want to make it, put it all for the podcast so I can make things cool and awesome for all you guys. Uh, once again, if you guys leave a review, a five-star review on spot on Spotify. If you do go to YouTube and um, like and subscribe, fantastic as well. And if you go to uh, Apple Podcasts and leave a uh, leave a five-star review, hit me up on the DM on all of them and let me know. I will send you stickers and wristbands. I just got them both in, so I'm ready to send them all out. So guys, hit me up. Uh, sorry once again for how bad it's been in the middle of the week for episodes, but my outside life, like I said, has gotten crazy for the better, but it's gotten crazy. So thank you guys. And I appreciate all your support. Hey, Hey, Michigan maniacs. This is the Michigan football rant and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Before we get into this episode, I just want to go over a little housekeeping. All right, guys. Um, right now you'll find me on Instagram and uh facebook i'm also going to be way more active now on youtube i've been hinting at some things and i'm finally narrowed it down to what i want to do so i want to break it down to you right now uh, on youtube i will be downloading all reaction episodes from here on out you guys seem to be loving every reaction episode i put out and every quick hitter episode i put out are off the charts both of them so I will start with reaction episodes, and I will probably start putting quick hitters on there as well. Um, fantastic. The response you guys have been giving me lately is off the charts. I just want you guys to know I really, really appreciate your support. So with that, go to um, YouTube and like and subscribe, and also go to Spotify and leave a star review. Uh, hopefully it's a five-star review follow there as well and hit me up on the dm and i will send you new stickers and i have wrist bracelets the ones that old lance armstrong used to have but they are blue with the michigan maniac uh on it and let's face it 
This is the football rant, but we are all Michigan maniacs. I will do that for free. You just got to hit me up, let me know where I need to send them, and I will do it for just simply thanking you for supporting me. Also, if you go to um, Spotify in the bio, you can hit uh, the voicemail. Voicemail Mondays is going to be a thing. Please leave your voicemail, and I will create a whole episode around whatever voicemails I get. If I don't get any voicemails, it'll continue just to be Ask Me Anything. Either way, I'm hoping that you guys get involved. I want to be more uh, retro. I want to be more active with you guys. Okay. Also, you go to the bio in Spotify, and you can support this podcast for a mere four ninety nine a month. I think there's three options: ninety nine cents, four ninety nine, and nine ninety nine. Either one, I really don't care. Either one you want. You go ahead and support this podcast, and it will allow me to buy shirts, hats, and all the other stickers and uh, bracelets that I can pay for. That's all I want to do is just give back to the Maniac Society that has been so good to me. So I appreciate you guys. Go through all this. If you can, let me know, and I will give back to you as much as I possibly can. Thank you so much for being the greatest audience ever. I mean, you guys have been fantastic. Um, to me, you always be the silent majority. There's a few of you I hear from constantly, but the numbers have just been increasing and it is fantastic. It is getting to the point, um, it's getting to the point where we are almost pre COVID numbers and that's exciting. And I have only you to thank. So thank you very much guys. Once again, Go to YouTube, go to Spotify, like and subscribe on both, leave a review on both, hit me up on the DMs, and I will send you new stickers and new rubber bracelets. You go and support me on the bio in Spotify. Pick any one of the three that is off, that is offered, and I will also send you a hat once the, the new hats come out, I want you to pick which one, and I will send them out. I just want to make you guys happy. That's all I want to do. So I hope we can just crush it. And I hope you love this week's episode. Hey, welcome to the reaction episode, Penn State. <laughs> what a great game this was, huh? Holy moly. I mean, when I tell you guys that we had nothing to worry against Penn State, I really meant it. I mean, I don't know why so many people gave Penn State such credit for beating Auburn. Auburn. They're one of the worst teams in the SEC this year. But yet Penn State got massive amounts of credit off of that one win. I I don't know. Like I said... Uh, I guess they could be national title contenders if they beat up on Vanderbilt next. I don't know, but I mean, they're in the SEC, so they must be an amazing competitor. And if you win in Vandy, you can win anywhere. You know what I mean? It's stupid. It's just so dumb. If you looked at the numbers, you would have known, just like I told you, we had nothing really to worry about if we took Penn State seriously, and we totally did. Now listen, am I totally excited about how we looked in the first half no not really but at no 
okay, I admit, I was a little worried when they took the interception back for a touchdown. Yeah, I was for, I don't know, five minutes, maybe. At no point in time in that first half did it ever really feel that Penn State was actually doing anything. It looked like they were just like, well, I hope this works. If this doesn't, if something doesn't work or something crazy doesn't happen for us, we're screwed. Is basically, I felt like how they played all game. I really do. I, I just, I was never really that worried about it. I was made uncomfortable. Okay, I was made uncomfortable. I don't know. I mean, worried, I guess. I guess for five minutes. Five minutes, I'll admit it. Five minutes, I was worried. I hate admitting to stuff like that. Um, But still, this was, I mean, they were awful. Their coach is an awful coach. I mean, there are two coaches in the Big Ten East that literally need to be fired and they need to give back the money they stole because this is this is just straight uh, strong arm robbery. All right, strong arm robbery. What James Franklin and the pawn shop owner Mel Tucker have done to two franchises or two universities in this Big Ten. It's really just disrespectful what they've done and how they've gotten away with it. I mean. I don't even know if Penn, at best, at best, Penn State might be 10 and 2 this season. At best. I mean, I guess now they play Minnesota next week, so that's a little bit easier to win now that Tanner Morgan might not be playing. Um, but I don't even think it's, they'll lose to, they'll lose to Ohio State. If they lose, I don't know. I, I, here, I'm not here to talk about how the, the future of Penn State football, but. At no point did I think that that we were really going to lose this game. None. I mean, especially, okay, now let's look at some of these numbers, okay? 53 out of the 75 plays took place in Penn State territory for us today. One reason why I wasn't worried. Second, from the get, you could tell Michigan's offensive line, which is elite. There is no way, shape, or form that anybody can now argue that Michigan offensive line isn't elite, okay? Even though I told you Penn State, uh, uh, the numbers were inflated. But anyways, still, fifth, fifth rush defense in the nation. We shit all over them we did whatever we wanted this was a jail style rape i mean we basically said you can either take this or we'll beat you and then we'll take it whatever you want but either way you are being taken and they were taken um just to give you an idea that happens every year they come to michigan minus the 2020 cleansing that we called covid from the old Michigan belief system to the new one that we had, right? Because in 2016, we beat them. Um, I just want to make this, I just want to make this point a little, a little bit clearer with some facts. 2016, we won by 39. 2018, we won by 35. And today we won by 24. <sighs> I mean, the big house is also a term used for jail and that is exactly what 
Penn State must feel like when they are in the big house and they are getting taken advantage of because this was embarrassing for them today. Um, Now, granted, I mean, there are some things we didn't do very well. Uh, I would love to see the and every every podcast is going to say this because it's not because it is 100 percent obvious red zone offense. The red zone offense was, I don't know, disgusting today. I did not like it one bit. Now, listen, J.J. missed uh, a wide-open pass to Donovan Edwards um, in the first, what, first quarter, I think. That probably could have got us within five yards or even scored. Could have. Um, it more than likely could have scored, to be quite honest. The way Donovan Edwards is just having his way with this team today, they could he could have scored. So... So not all of it was on the play calling, I guess. But still, I just want Michigan to get better overall play calling and execution in the red zone. Because literally, if we're going to have a chance at winning a national title, which if you didn't see the Tennessee-Alabama game, it is very apparent if you have a good defense, you can beat anyone in college football. Now, I know that sounds obvious, right? But what Alabama the third ranked team in the nation lost 49 to 52 to to uh the number 6 team Tennessee no defense the, the, the SEC is the SEC quickly turning into the Big 12 where there was no defense being played whatsoever and still none is that what's happening cuz if so I'm for it I'm all for the SEC just being all offense and no defense because the way Michigan builds itself and the way Michigan sees itself is we may have a chance for a few national titles then if that is the case. All right? Because we're defense, our defense is solid. Um, but anyways, I digress. Let's get back into this, right? I At no point in time was I ever, ever worried about this. And also, can we just get to the point where I don't want to hear anybody else when they talk about the Indiana first half where Mike Hart had a seizure. I never want them to say, or they need to mention, that that was a very important part of why Michigan was not looking good in the first half. Because Mike Hart has a seizure, goes down. His two main kids, the ones that he directly affects, had a rough first half in that Indiana game. They come out and they play Penn State, the number five team, the number five rushing defense in the nation, and they put up over 400 yards. Wait, oh, probably around three, 370 something yards. I'm doing quick math here. I'm probably wrong, but close to 370 something yards or 350 yards rushing between them against the fifth ranked rushing defense in the nation. And he's back on the sideline that this week as well. You're telling me that that doesn't place that's not huge. That plain and simple, that was a huge reason why Indiana was even in that game last week in the first half. Do we have to see more proof? They looked like two different kids out there today. Two different kids out there today. I'm sure there's more factors to that, but please, that was a huge loss. 
huge loss. So happy he's back. So happy he's healthy. It makes makes me really, really happy. I'm a very happy young man right now. Or young man. Anyways, um, let me look at some of my uh, notes here. Uh, I mean, Coram and Edwards, what? I mean, just a fantastic game. It proves, it just really proves that our offensive line is elite. This is going to be one of those offensive lines, once again, where we send probably all five of them to the NFL. I mean, I guess you can argue Barnhart, maybe. I don't know. But let's put it this way. Just like Ohio State wide receivers, if you're a Michigan offensive lineman, I think NFL teams, just on reputation alone, should look at you and just take you because they know even if you didn't start, you're still probably better than most offensive linemen you will take solely because of the system and the training and the coaching they get from Michigan. I mean, it's it's obvious. I think we're going to have we're gonna, we might be the only the only college football team in the history of college football to put two back to oh, I want to say back to back, but two offensive lines, all five, into the NFL in one year, right? Because I, I think that can happen. This one, uh, Ryan, uh, let's see, Ryan Hayes, uh, mentor. Uh, yeah, dude. I think they're all. I think they're all draft eligible this year. So I think I think you could see all of them now. You could say Trente Jones or Barnhart, whatever. We'll see. But still, I think, like I said, off of pure reputation, that's happening. Um, defense. I mean, once again, pure gem. Uh, I don't know if this is going to be a popular or unpopular uh, opinion, but I'm just going to say it, and I will. I'm going to go into it more next week when it's a bye week, so I I have to come up with different podcast subjects but uh zenter i'm not zenter <laughs> uh, mentor is a better dc than mcdonald i don't know i think to be quite honest with you i was thinking with it, i was thinking about it today common opponents penn state what we did last year and what we did this year both very good defensive performances, but much more impressive this year, in my opinion. Um, I think we win next last year much easier if we still have JJ. Just I just because he brings so much more than Kate. But anyways, um, but Michigan State. I was thinking this today. I don't think we lose to Michigan State if we have mentor as our if we have mentor as our DC. I don't think we lose to Michigan State last year. He, when he played the tempo team in in Indiana, he did not allow that to fester more than a half. McDonald couldn't figure it out all game how to trans how to uh, substitute players. He couldn't figure it out all game. Mentor figured it out in a half, and then stopped them dead cold in the second half. Just overall, I think the way he adjusts to things is so much better than McDonald. And I love McDonald. Don't get me wrong. I was a godsend over what we had in old man Don Brown, right? A godsend. So I'm not bitching here. I love Mike McDonald. 
but still, Jesse Minter, I think, is a better DC. And just in my opinion, I just, on the small, limited evidence that we have, I really do believe that Mentor's it. And I think Ohio State better watch out because if you're going to just throw that, we're just going to throw the ball routine, he's going to figure out real quick. You know, it's cute, Ryan Day. It's really cute. But you're going to have to go into the mental asylum if you this uh, this year because I think Jesse Mentor is going to make you see ghosts out there. I just think so. Listen, I could be wrong, but I don't think I'm going to be wrong. Um, I mean, Penn State, the way we just bullied, we bullied them. We basically bullied them out of the stadium today. And I guess apparently I'm, I have just recently gotten back on Twitter. Don't know why, but I have. And apparently Penn State was keyboard tough guys all week long. Which now makes sense why it looks like there was extra jawing going on. Jawing. Yeah, I guess so, right? Uh, on the on and on the field. And, I mean, with that Joey, uh, Joey Porter slam, body slam at the big, what, first play of the game? I mean, apparently it runs in the family because his daddy was dirty, too. But, uh, you know, now it makes sense. Uh so all I can say is to teams that think you have a chance against Michigan, uh, for our sake, please shit talk us into the tunnel going in at halftime because it only just propels us to play better and want to smack you down. So please, please do us the favor and talk shit to us because we just up our level of game. I mean, great tweet, great um, Instagram video. Whoever made it with the Ohio State uh, uh, halftime uh, chirping with the Penn State halftime chirping, fantastic. Loved it. Uh, Both ended up big-time wins for us and big-time butt whoopings in the second half. So, please, guys, any opposing team, if you think that you want to beat us, um, please, I would say for us, please shit talk us because we will destroy you. Um. Just, I mean, what? I mean, what more? I mean, there's not much more you can really say, right? We showed up. We did, like I told you, we did. Well, I mean, it's not. I mean, it's completely obvious. But offensive line and defensive line showed out. And are we shocked that we won? That is the one key to college football or NFL football. It does not matter if you win the line of scrimmage, you win the game. I don't know if there's a chance. Now, maybe if there's some fluke stuff that goes on, sure. But if you dominate and you win the line of scrimmage battle, you will win probably 98% of your games. And right now, Michigan's dominating on both sides of those right there. I mean, Mozzie Smith looks amazing right now. I mean, how fast was he getting out to side to sides on the field today? I mean, as a big man, he's like 330 pounds or something like that. And he's just all over the place. You know, I love it. Um, very impressed with Michigan and how we played. I, so, leading into that, I now know why opposing team fans will listen to a... So, like, say, State or Penn State or Ohio will all listen to, like, say, my podcast or additional Michigan podcasts when we lose to them because it's fun. 
and I have to admit, it was fun listening to one Penn State podcast that was talking about the Michigan game. It was it was great fun, and I mean, they said some things that I actually liked hearing about different viewpoints of of that uh, from a different fan base, right? Like one guy brought up. They were talking about that awful 2020 year, right? And they were also saying, well, Michigan about four years ago was in the same boat that Penn State is today where we were getting run over in 2019 by Wisconsin and then in 2020. And we, you know, what what were we going to do? Because they were like, well, what do we, how do we go from here? What do we do? Are we an 8-4 and four team? Are we a 9-3 and three team? Are we a 10-2 and two team? Where do we go from here? Is it the coaching staff? Because what they brought up a lot, and I, and I kind of agree with them, is that Michigan and Penn State, uh, they recruit on the same level. So if they recruit on the same level, so the same kind of level of wide, uh, same level of talent, then why was this so bad today? And I think it comes down to, like I said earlier, Franklin stole money from Penn State. That, that's exactly because he can't develop talent. His coaches suck. And he is not willing to do what they said. What Harbaugh did was they said, yeah, listen, Michigan was in the same spot in 2019 and 2020. But what Harbaugh did compared to what we think Franklin would do is that he took a massive pay cut. He was willing to change to get better for the team, for the culture, for the university. And there was three hosts on that on that on that uh, show, and not one of them thought Franklin would do the same. Because Franklin's not there for the overall health and uh, well-being of Penn State football. He's just not. Awful coach. More likely, you know, pushes old ladies over for a penny on the sidewalk. Who knows, right? I mean, he's probably the guy who steals only one of the uh, tennis balls off of an old lady's walker, so she walks all tilted, you know, all uh, all crooked eye around the the old old age home. You know, just not a great guy, in my opinion. Now, maybe whatever, maybe feeds homeless people from from the teat. I don't know. All I know is everything I've seen from him, he's a fucking douche. Uh, I mean, right up there with the other grand douches of the Big Ten, which is the cult leader, the pud shower, the uh, pawn owner, the pawn shop owner, and then the, and then Franklin the dick face. And then, oh yeah, the little weasel, Ryan Day. Um, but seriously, if Michigan can just... I know I'm all over the place, I'm sorry. But, you know, this is... It's late and it's... Uh, so you know, it's a reaction episode. I mean, I'm, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm just very happy right now with how Michigan is looking. I mean, normally I get off on rants and I get upset about stuff, but it's it's hard. Why I'm not going to do a rant just to do a rant. Michigan really looks great outside of the red zone offense and the red zone execution. We we just get better at that, and we just toss the ball downfield. Just a few more times. All right. I understand that this is the most ideal version of how Jim Harbaugh wants to win games. I mean, last year we were probably an eight of how he saw this offense running, right? I think this year it's at a 10. I really do. I think this is, he is, 
This team has everything he wants. Great blocking wide receivers who can get open if they have to mid-range. Um, great tight end play. Great dominant elite offensive line play. Amazing running back play, right? And the the 2022 version of Jim Harbaugh himself, J.J. McCarthy. If you were to hold down and give him truth serum, I bet you money this is exactly if he were to make Madden a team on, or not even Madden, what am I talking about? Uh, NCAA, right? And if he was going to just completely make his own team, this is exactly how he would make them. Now, if we can just throw throw downfield just to get a little bit good at it. Outside of that, I, I actually today, I didn't even care that they didn't throw the ball. I didn't. It, it's so fun to watch you be so dominating on one side of the ball. It It is awesome. It's just awesome to watch 418 yards total rushing. And just, it's so demoralizing for the other team. And when you hate a team like Penn State and you watch them just get dominated like that, it is, it's just a lot of fun. So I'm okay with them not passing the ball, but I just want other teams to fear that, right? I just want them to fear that a little bit. Um, but overall, I can I say I love, I absolutely love the contrast that Michigan bring, that Michigan, Ohio have a, a, against one another. I mean, I love it. You've got the high flying offense with who knows what they have defensively this year in Ohio. And then you have this rough, tough, we're going to just blitz you. We're going to look at you in the face and dominate you on the ground. We, and oh, it's just, it's styles make fights. And that is going to be one hell of an effing fight. I cannot wait to see that game. It's going to be scary. It's going to be nerve wracking. But I think at the end, it's going to be glorious. I really do. I think we're finally hitting where we need to be. Um, but just get that red zone offense fixed, for God's sakes. It feels like I, I was saying this last year, too. You cannot trade touchdowns for fucking field goals and think you're going to beat great teams. We did it today. We did it today. But I don't think Penn State's as great as the nation wanted them to be. I just don't think so. So... Really, all we have to worry about are just two more, three more games, I'm going to say, right? I'm going to give them three. Michigan State, only because I want to beat them down. If we can score 100, I would want us to score 100 on Michigan State in two weeks. I hate them. So that's always an important game, not because of their talent level, just because for some weird reason they always play a million times better and we always play down to their level. And then Illinois. I don't think Illinois is going to... I don't, I don't know if they're going to be a real threat because, first of all, they're the best team in the West, so that's a joke in itself. That's like saying you're the thinnest fat person, right? Who cares? If you're 350 or if you're 380, what are we talking about here? You're still fat. So, no, I don't care. Uh, but still, we need to take them seriously, and we need to just drop that runner. Chance Brown. I think I think that's his name. Great runner. He seems to be putting up big numbers every week. 
But when you are at home and you score nine points against Iowa, uh, kick rocks. I'm not. I don't care about you, but still, I would say they're going to make that a big game. I know how the nation works, and I'm telling you, if they're still with one loss by the time they play Michigan, they're going to make that a big game. And then Ohio State. So, ah, man, can't wait. I cannot wait. This is just so exciting. Um, I'm sure I'm missing some stuff here. I'm looking over my notes. I mean, I do hate Sean Clifford. I mean, that I, I put that in bold letters. I hate Sean Clifford. Uh, he's the only octogenarian, and that means old person, that I have ever seen where I can't stand him. I can't. And that's because he's he's just scary to deal with. Like, he's not very good, but... If you don't really, I mean, I don't know. He is good, right? He's got to be good. I mean, he gets out of, I mean, he gets out of everything and he can make plays. He can make plays on his feet and he can continue the play when it should have just been broken down. And he made some really decent throws today that his wide receivers just couldn't make. He just couldn't, they couldn't catch him. Um, I hate him. I'm glad he's going. Because I never feel comfortable when he's in that game because he can really do whatever. Thank God he didn't today. But still, it just he makes me nervous, and I think that's why I hate him. It's unfair to him because I'm sure he's a nice guy. But still, you know, what are we doing? Ugh. Oh, and by the way, DJ Turner, if the ball fucking hits you in the hands, you fucking catch it. That's what we do. That's why you're a cornerback. You're supposed to make those plays. If we're going to win national titles, we have to make those plays. We have to create more fumbles, and we have to catch interceptions. When they hit us in the effing body, you need to catch the ball. Plain and simple. Catch the ball. I mean, so annoying because DJ Turner is one of my favorite players, and I don't know what he's been doing lately, but it's been semi-annoying. I don't know if he's been reading his own press clippings. I just, I don't understand it. I did, ugh. I don't like it. So, I hope he gets, whatever's going on in his life right now, I hope he figures it out, and he gets back to being DJ Turner. Catch the ball. Um, I mean, I guess that's kind of a shitty thing to say because he has been playing pretty great all season. But just recently, he he's not doing very well. Like, they beat him off the ball. Thank God he's fast because his makeup speed really helps him. But still, he comes in too fast. He's getting pass interference calls. He's hit, you know, he's just not where he should be. And thank God we don't play Ohio State till five weeks from now. Five weeks from now? Six weeks from now? Whatever. Five weeks from now, I think. Thank God. Okay? But I just hope, please, football gods, let DJ Turner figure this out. Um, Outside that, I think, I mean, I really, really just, I think we're amazing. I mean, I think right now, if you bring in the red zone, play calling, right? And how abysmal that's been. I think right now talent-wise we're 12 and 0. I really do. I I don't think there's a real chink in our armor outside of the linebackers and even then they seem to play a little bit better today, but I don't think they were tested that much. You know what I mean? But still 
uh, Brenton Strong or Strange or whatever the f-, f that kid's name is, one catch for nine yards. And that was one of my big worries was how solid uh, Penn State's tight ends were. So very impressed with how our, our linebackers did today, if they truly did shut down the tight ends. Um, I'm going to have to go back and rewatch it just to see. Uh, like I'm some guru breaking down tape or whatever. Uh, but anyway, still, just see if I can make up my own mind on that. Um, uh, but talent-wise, we're 12-0, right? Coaching-wise, with if this red zone offense does not get better, we are an 11-1 team, coaching-wise. 12-0 talent-wise. 11 and 1 coaching wise if we do not fix this red zone. And I'm not even kidding. If you think we can dick around against Ohio State in Columbus and just kick field goals when we should be trying to score touchdowns, you're crazy. We'll lose. We will lose. All right? Plain and simple. You cannot trade touchdowns for field goals when you play Ohio State. You just can't. You can't do that if you want to beat Penn, if you want to beat Alabama. I mean, look what look what Tennessee did today. They didn't kick no effing field goals. I'll tell you that. When they got in the red zone, they made it count. Granted, most of their passes were never in the red zone. Those were long bombs. But anyway, still, you want to beat Georgia, you're gonna to have to you're going to have to score more touchdowns and field goals in the red zone. This red zone thing will cripple us going forward. And help us will be the sole, in my opinion, red zone offense will be the sole reason why we don't beat Ohio State and we don't make it to the Big Ten. Big Ten championship game. If we can't fix this red zone thing, because there's nothing else right now that we need to to worry about. I mean, the passing game, I think, will come along. I'm not that worried about it. Because our running game is just so dominant. And when you have an offensive line that can dictate what they're going to do to a defensive line. Man, I mean, you might not have to throw that much. You may have to throw every once in a while to keep the defense honest. But you don't have to throw 50, 60 times for 500 yards to get the win. And Michigan's proving that. Michigan's bringing back the old school run. And making it cool again. And I'm here for it. I'll be honest with you. I am here for it. Uh, so, yeah. Before we get out of here. Um, did did we check out the games today? Uh, Bama, Tennessee. Great game. Uh, if you were in the West Coast. Or, please. If not, go back and check out this game. Utah beating USC. 43-42. Two point conversion to win the game. Fantastic game. Check that out. USC, not so great. Oh, uh, Old Miss beat the juggernaut Auburn. I, I just thought I had to bring up the Auburn game because so many people thought it was such a key victory for Penn State that a lot of people had them had them beating us just solely off of their win at Auburn. Well, that that team, the juggernaut Auburn War Hawks or War Eagles slash Tigers. Lost 48-34 to to Old Miss. I don't know. Must have been a fluke. I don't know what happened. Maybe the refs were paid off. But if that juggernaut lost, I, what hope do we have for college football to even be entertaining this year? Uh, Florida loses to Clemson. Okay. Big deal. 
Um, Illinois beats Minnesota only because I think Tanner Morgan went out. So I'm not still not impressed with anybody. If you're if you're in the Big Ten West, uh, why we shouldn't even allow you to to be to even have a chance at the Big Ten to win. You just shouldn't even be there. Uh, we should just bring in the first and second best team in the East and let them play each other again. Hint, hint, Ohio State, Michigan. Because Ohio State, Michigan, uh, repeat, like having them run it back again in the Big Ten title game is going to bring in more money, more advertising dollars, more eyeballs, more intrigue, more fun, more everything than uh, Michigan or Ohio State beating the ever-loving piss out of Illinois. Plain and simple. It, I don't even know why the West is even involved in the Big Ten title at all. They shouldn't be. It's embarrassing. You are an embarrassing division to a great conference, and you all should be disappointed for who you are and the efforts you put forward. You disgust me, all of you. All of you. I mean, Illinois doesn't play anybody else for the rest of the season. They play Michigan, and that's it. I think they play Michigan State, win. I think they play Indiana, win. I think they play, oh, God, do they play Rutgers? I they. I don't know. I was looking at the last four or five of their, their games this season, and it's comical how bad all those teams are. Oh, they have Purdue. Purdue's okay, decent. All right, for a, for a Big Ten West team. Once again, laughable, but decent for their side of the of the division or the conference. Um, yeah, so it's like Michigan, they're going to lose. Michigan State, they'll win. Uh, Indiana, they'll win. They have fucking Purdue. Who knows? I mean, those, those, they're, it's a joke. It's a joke. Just go back and look at their season. It's a joke. Oh, wait, they don't play Indiana. They lost to Indiana. That's right. I don't even know, dude. It's a joke. Whatever it is, it's just a joke. Uh, Michigan State beat Wisconsin in double overtime. What the fuck? Oh, my God. Wisconsin, how far have you fallen? Holy moly. That is awful. You lost to Michigan State. Oh, my God. In double overtime. And a big shout-out to uh, Maryland, actually, with a 38-33 win over Indiana. I'm I'm just I'm going to just start supporting Maryland a little bit just because I like the I like their offensive attack. It actually was kind of cool. I I've got to say I liked it. So um, with that, we're going to get out of here. But uh, you know, <laughs> Michigan just looking great, looking great. It is great. It really is great right now to be a Michigan Wolverine. Well, it's great all the time. I say this every week, but it's great all the time to be a Michigan Wolverine. Right, even when they suck, I still love the Michigan Wolverines. I get angry at them, of course. I still love them though. It is great to be a Michigan Wolverine, and always and forever, guys, go blue. <laughs>